Welcome to See You Succeed with Viridian. My name is Kristen Kennan and I will be your host. I'm excited to bring you on a journey that will teach you about all things financial services and how Viridian can help you achieve your goals. Welcome back to another episode of See You Succeed. We're happy to have Alexander Hamilton back with us to talk about student loan debt. Alex, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Hello. Hello. So student loan debt is is quite a large topic. Um, so we're going to try and break that down a little bit today. According to the Congressional Research Service, as of February of 2022, there's over $1.6 trillion in student loan debt in the United States. Wow. Yeah, that's a huge number. And it's only second behind the nation's mortgage debt. So it's a big one. So knowing how to manage your student loans long term is pretty important for your financial health. So we're excited to have you here today to talk a little bit more about that. Why is it so important for people to know how much they do owe in student loan debt? So it's really important to know how much you owe in student loan debt, because if you're taking out a student loan as a consumer, you are financially responsible for repayment of that loan. Sometimes the process of getting a student loan is by semester or by year or for a certain purpose. Um, And so knowing where your student loans are, for instance, they might be um, tied to your university at first or whatever college you attended at first, um, but they might go to a third party afterwards. Or if they're a private student loan, they might be with a certain financial institution. Um, And so making sure you know where all of your loans are and where you should be repaying those loans is important. And then from there, combining those um, and seeing what that grand total is, is very, very important. But also because these loans might seem just tied to your education, or they might seem confusing being held by a third party. Um, Until you know that information about how much you owe, it's really challenging to create a plan, a tangible plan to actually pay those loans down. And that goes right into a lot of conversations we have about budgeting. So as people graduate and they prepare to start paying back their loans, what are some of the things that maybe they should know about the different payment options that are out there for those loans? Student loans come in many different forms, many different amounts, and like you said, there's also different guidelines and expectations as far as repayment as well. So the first step is to know where you are as far as your loan. Um, Are you still in school? Have you just recently graduated and therefore might be within some kind of grace period for repayment? Are you repaying now? Are your loans in deferment? Have you paused payments? Or are you not able to budget in those payments right now? So just thinking about where you are in your financial situation as far as the loan process is really important. See where you are. See what you are responsible for. If you are still in school, to go a step further, you can start estimating what your payments will be. Maybe you are in a situation where you can start repaying those while you're still in school, even though you're not responsible by the holder of the loan. If you've graduated, congratulations. And from there, as far as your student loans, you might have a grace period. So that grace period might come with different terms, depending on the lender. Check to see if you're getting fees. Um, That wouldn't necessarily be a grace period. But if interest is still accruing, um, check on that too. And I know we'll go a little bit deeper with that. But again, grace periods, 
differ by the lender. So you want to just check with those terms and conditions as far as what that grace period might be after you've graduated. Federal student loans go right into repayment. Um, there's other different types of loans. We hear these terms, direct subsidized, direct unsubsidized, or federal family education loans. Um, these are terms you might see on your loan when you're looking at your statements. Um, usually it's pretty clear what type of loan you have when looking at your documentation or logging into. Um, I highly recommend this, logging in, figuring out an online login for repayment. Everything's listed there on your account, on your paper statement, depending on the type of loan. I mentioned some of those terms. There might be a six-month grace period. And then there are certain situations that impact your grace period. So, Maybe you're doing military duty. Um, from there, you might have an extended grace period, or maybe you do some kind of loan consolidation where the lender that's combining all of these loans, that's what we mean when we say consolidation, combining all of these loans into one large loan for repayment. Typically, when they're paying off some of those smaller loans to combine it, um, they might say, hey, your first payment isn't due for X amount of days. And so that will also be noted very clearly as far as having a grace period in a consolidation situation. Basically, there's different types of um, repayment plans within that. So not just knowing where you are in the loan process and knowing certain situations you may come across based on your situation, but also when you're starting to make those payments knowing what kind of payments you are making. There are standard payments, which is a fixed payment. Certain amount goes to principal or the actual loan amount and certain amount goes to interest. So those fees that they're charging you for borrowing the funds. And then there's graduated payments. So they start lower um, and increase over time. The thought here or the arrangement here is reflective of getting more experience um, in the workforce, having more career experience and experiencing growth as far as your career. And so hopefully with that, making more money. And so making it a reasonable payment based on where you are as far as your income. A little earlier, you mentioned the ability to consolidate loans. So let's take a little bit deeper dive and look at that. So what exactly does consolidating loans mean? Yeah, so consolidation um, of loans means means you have multiple loans and um, you're wanting all of these loans to be combined. And from there, you want to make one payment instead of having to make multiple payments. And with that, as far as consolidation, you hopefully are putting yourself in a better financial position because you are getting you know the same interest rate, maybe a lower payment. There's just a lot of things to take into consideration. So, um, you know, look at your payments, look at the terms and interest rates, because sometimes, you know, even if you have a lower payment with this consolidation, instead of getting it paid off in three years, now it's not getting paid off for 10 years. So you might have had a $500 payment before. Um, now you have a $200 payment. Make sure that that consolidation agreement isn't extending the loan terms to something that feels unreasonable for you. And just look at the interest rates. You know, you might be experiencing a lower interest rate on some of the loans that you're consolidating, but others, it might go up. And so there is a way to, you know, try to calculate and try to figure out um, if the consolidation is the best for you. Maybe you only consolidate the ones that would, you know, be a lower interest rate with this, with this new combined loan and you leave out the lower interest rate on the other loans because, you know, you wouldn't want to bring it up 
depending on the amount and depending on your financial situation. Sometimes we see this concept of consolidation and we're like, okay, great, easy, one payment. Um, And I understand it can be confusing to have all these multiple payments. But another thing to keep in mind is that there might be some additional things to consider when consolidating as far as you could lose your right to defer your loans in the future. Sometimes, you know, consolidation means a private loan now. In addition to making sure like financially the consolidation is the right choice for you, also think about additional terms and conditions, guidelines that are associated with making the choice to consolidate. So if someone hasn't taken advantage of consolidating loans, and maybe they've got like two loans here and two loans here, or maybe they've got, you know, a handful of loans out there, what's the best way to kind of tackle that as far as knowing which ones to pay off first, and just kind of make a plan for that? What would you recommend? With loans comes interest. So if you're getting a loan, typically you will have to pay interest or pay that um, to borrow the money in the first place. Examine those interest loans, see how much the lenders are charging you on these loans and pay off the higher interest loans first. So essentially look at those interest rates, whichever ones are higher, pay those off first. Um, Of course, make your regular payments um, for all of your loans. But if there's a way that you can put some extra money and extra funds towards your highest interest loans, that would be ideal. Or maybe you can find a way to pause some of those low interest or no interest student loans if you have an opportunity to have access to a no interest or low interest loan. Maybe you can pause those. And then from there, it's a great idea to, once those loans get paid off, use the money that you were paying on those higher interest loans that are now paid off and apply that money to the lower interest loans. So again, just finding ways to um, put as much money as possible on the higher interest loans first, and then the low interest or no interest student loans afterwards. Yeah, and you kind of touched on some of these other things, but do you have any other payment suggestions? You talked about, you know, making the principal only payments or throwing some extra money here and there. Anything else that you would add to that? In addition to some of the things that I've mentioned as far as putting extra funds on the loan, making those principal only payments, I also mentioned, you know, having access online to see your student loan balances, see what type of loans they are, And oftentimes, you can set up automatic payments. So the payment is automatically coming out of your bank account. It's automatically being accounted for. Um, And from there, you might even get a discount for having those automatic payments set up because that shows the lender that this payment is a priority to you. It is important to you um, and that they can expect your money to come every month. And so they might even offer a discount um, for setting up those automatic payments. Great. And another couple terms that we've talked a little bit about, and I'd love to dive deeper into these, is what's the difference between deferring your student loan and forbearance? So deferment is typically after you graduate and you haven't secured employment, um, and so you're not able to make your payment. When your loans are deferred, you are not responsible for any interest um, at that time. On the other hand, forbearance is asking your lender to temporarily stop paying on your loan. So you're reaching out to your lender and you're asking based on your financial situation if you can pause paying on your loan with the expectation that you would start repaying eventually. And because it's a request um, from you based on your current situation, interest does accrue to the principal balance 
And once you start repaying at that time, you will be responsible for that additional interest. A great example to kind of help understand deferment in this time, you know, we just experienced um, a global pandemic and there were programs set in place um, to make it so that consumers are not currently responsible um, for repaying our student loans. If a member has questions about how student loans might fit into their budget or maybe they're planning for that repayment, how can we help? So Viridian can help in a lot of ways. All of our staff, all of our team members here at Viridian have knowledge about budgeting and um, to just discuss where your budget is. You know, I have a lot of different experiences working with members as far as their student loans, for instance. I was a loan officer and doing loan application for a member, and um, we saw that, you know, student loans was something that they hadn't been paying in a while, and I was able to get them the information to contact where their student loan was being held, contact their lender, and, and learn more about their student loan at that time so that we could, in turn, help them get this loan. And so sometimes it might come up in conversation, it might be you know, just a situation where you set up a meeting um, with a lender with someone like me in the community inclusion department, and we'll take that extra time with you to see what's going on with your student loan, see how much you owe, are they in deferment, are they in forbearance, how much are your payments, can we set up a different payment arrangement, have you been late? Student loans do report um, just like any other loan on your credit, and so it's very important that yeah, you make them a priority and make sure that they're getting paid along with the other loans and financial responsibilities that you have on a day-to-day basis. And in addition to meeting with our staff members, members can take it upon themselves to look at some of that stuff as well. So if they have online banking, they can log into Credit Central. They can see their credit report and it'll give them the information as far as, you know, their lenders for their different student loans. So that's another tool that they could use as well. But like you said, we have plenty of staff here that are willing to help members through those conversations as needed. If they'd like more information, they can go to our website at viridiancu.org forward slash education, and that'll link them right to your department where they can fill out a form if they want to sit down and meet with somebody. Outside of that, is there anything else you'd like to share with us today, Alex? I think that's everything. I really appreciate the opportunity. I'm still repaying my student loans, and um, you know, I'm well aware of how much they are. I'm well aware of my payments and always try to make extra payments when I can. And I understand situations where that might not be the case. And we're here to help um, whatever that looks like for you. Absolutely. There's no better feeling when you make that final payment. Well, thank you so much again for joining us. It's always a pleasure having you here talking about some fun financial education topics. And we will speak with you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. See You Succeed with Viridian can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. I speak for all of us at Viridian when I say we want to see you succeed. See you next time.
The views expressed on this podcast are not provided as financial advice for the listener's given situation. All attempts are made to present accurate information and details may become outdated as time passes after this podcast is published. Viridian Credit Union, founded in Waterloo, Iowa, is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and is an equal housing opportunity lender. The music featured in this podcast is Creative Corp, composed by Music Premium. Find it on Envato Market.